this week on the Back Table Podcast. Anything else? So we mentioned liver, uh, native liver, native kidney. Do you use it for targeted? Yeah, okay. yeah. Especially in large tumors like sarcomas where you need a ton of tissue because they're going to do cytogenetics and all kinds of other fancy sure. stuff on it. And they're still going to tell you, oh, that sample was non-diagnostic despite the fact that you got 12 <laughs> cores. And so in those cases, we're using the biopins a lot as well. Hey guys, this is Chris Beck with the Back Table Podcast. We're here today at uh, SAR in Austin, and I'm here today with Tor Johnson. Uh, before we get started, just a word from our sponsor. Argonne Medical is the manufacturer of BioPens full core biopsy instrument. BioPens is the only clinical proven full core biopsy device that provides diagnostic quality specimens while reducing the risk of crust artifact and tissue fragmentation. With that being said, uh, my name is Chris Beck. I'm an interventional radiologist and work primarily out of New Orleans in private practice. I'm here today with Thor Johnson. Thor, I'll let you introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm an academic interventional radiologist. I work at the Medical University of South Carolina, primarily in um, uh, interventional oncology. Nice, nice. Okay, so we're here today to talk about uh, the BioPence uh, biopsy needle. It's a biopsy device that maybe some of you guys may be familiar with, some of you guys may not be. Um, and so let's just get right into it. Um, uh, Thor, do you want to talk about a little bit about the biopsy device and kind of how it fits into your practice? Yeah, so um, we decided to give this biopsy device a try just because we like the idea of the full core thickness, plus, you know, a limiting factor in uh, liver biopsies in general, which is something that's of interest to us, is how much fragmentation you get of the sample. And so the ability to extrude a single solid core actually we thought might be helpful. And so we actually decided to prospectively sort of look at the biopins and we compared it to our standard uh, 18 gauge side cutting needle, uh, 16 gauge side cutting needle that the hepatologists use, and then the transjugular 18 gauge set just to see how good the samples would be because there's really no cross comparison available of devices and there's so many devices. It seemed like a good idea to sort of figure that out. And what, what was kind of the, what'd you guys find out about it? So the BioPins actually gives excellent specimens relative to um, some of the other devices we use. Um, as a general practice, because we had already figured this out, when we do transjugular liver biopsies or when we do like an 18-gauge um, core for liver biopsy sampling, um, we tended to take four samples just because you never got enough CPTs when complete portal triads, which is sort of the diagnostic criteria for adequacy, you never got um, adequate samples when you took less than four cores. And so we compared, you know, four samples of those to one sample with the biopins and then compared that to what our hepatologist colleagues get with the 16-gauge uh, uh, device. So they were using a 16-gauge side-cutting needle, and they were still, okay. Yes. That's actually, that's pretty typical for for um, hepatology practices around the country. I, I, you know, interact with the hepatologist a lot, and that's probably the most common device overall for doing uh, percutaneous staging liver biopsies. Okay, um, As far as like the BioPens device, um, we're really familiar with it in our practice, but for those of you or for those people out there who, who may not use it as much, um, will you talk a little bit about um, like how how's the device set up? Is it a, is it a trocar system? Is is it an adjustable throw? Uh, yeah, so it is an adjustable throw, and unlike a lot of the side cutting devices, you don't extend the tray and then close the device. You actually put the device in, and then when you hit the button, it actually throws forward and then cuts all in one motion. And so the benefit of that is you actually get a full thickness cut as opposed to just the half 
tray that you would get with the trocar. And, you know, you can also get variable lengths depending on how nervous you are about how far out it's jumping in front of you. Um, we only use the 18 gauge. I understand they have a 16 gauge as well, but we've never used that just because never use a bigger needle than you have to, sure. is my, kind of my opinion. And we tend to use the um, we tend to use the guide with it almost every time. And the, the real benefit I find with the guide is you can p get your guide in place, make sure you like it, scan up a little bit, scan down a little bit, and kind of figure out where your safest margin to throw that 3.3 centimeters is. And so we'll actually torque the um, guide a little bit in the direction that's safer, just to make sure that when the actual throw comes out, it doesn't hit anything we're not in the mood to hit. And the guide is is that what you're saying is like the 17 gauge? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you put the you put the put the 17 gauge guide, make sure it look around just to make sure we're not going to hit the portal vein or anything like that. And then um, and actually you want to go away from the portal vein too if you're going to do adequate biopsies for um, liver because um, there tends to be a lack of complete portal triads surrounding the portal vein and so you want to kind of go away from that. So if you see you're getting too close to a portal branch, you'd kind of torque the guide a little bit to favor your throw going in a different direction. Okay. So it is it, is it fair to say like you target a little bit more towards the periphery or you just target? Yeah. A, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so adjustable lengths on the biopens I think are one, two, and three centimeters. And Pretty so you're much, doing, yeah. you're doing all three centimeter throws for your non-targeted biopsies as well as for um, kidney biopsies. Cause we've actually started using the biopens a lot for that. Just cause again, we're getting samples that are totally adequate according to our, um, our pathologist with one throw as opposed to doing two or three with an 18 gauge or using the 16 gauge that the nephrologist use. Okay. Anything else? So we mentioned liver, uh, native liver, native kidney. Do you use it for targeted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially in large tumors like sarcomas where you need a ton of tissue because they're going to do cytogenetics and all kinds of other fancy stuff on it. And they're still going to tell you, oh, that sample was non-diagnostic despite the fact that you got 12 cores. And so in those cases, we're using the biopins a lot as well. In the liver, seeing a lot of bleeding or any of those patients having to go for procedures or extended post-op stays? So over the course of the last five years at the University of Colorado, we've had three significant bleeds from a liver biopsy, one in a live donor, two in native livers. Um, one required treatment, like three of them got angios, only one of them actually had something to embolize. Um, and none of those were actually biopins cases. So we've done probably... 150 or so, and um, we haven't had any bleeding to this okay. point. Any with the kidneys? Uh, not with the kidney either, no. We're, we're pretty wimpy about kidneys, though. We, like, we are very particular. Kidney has to be more than 9 centimeters or we won't biopsy. Kidney, they have to have completely normal blood pressure or we won't biopsy. We're pretty careful, and then we're also pretty careful with gel foam plugets both for the liver as well as for the um, kidney. And what we'll actually do is cut up gel foam pledgets and kind of push them through with the trocar, the needle, just so that we're not pressurizing the track by doing, you know, torpedoes or slurry or anything like that. So that's kind of been our approach actually with that. And it, anecdotally, we, I mean, we have sure. obviously haven't yeah, yeah. analyzed that, but anecdotally it seems to be helpful. Okay, that's great. That's actually a pretty good tip. Um, so let's talk about maybe some of the nuances of the biopins. Um, there's a safety mechanism. How do you like the safety mechanism? I don't like it at all. All right. I think that that is one of the, the gripes of the, the biopins is the actual safety mechanism. Because sometimes the, you know, it can be just a, a slight cumbersome to, like, if you get it. and Push the side button and yeah. then try to readjust your hand so you can actually hit the back button. It's It can be very cumbersome, I think. 
and I, I don't know a circumstance in which I've found it all that useful. Yeah, like, when have so, you ever yeah. wanted the safety on exactly. in that situation? Exactly. Yeah, so oftentimes the play is to actually take off, like I immediately adjust the throw, take the safety off, but every now and then when I lay the, the biopins back down. Yeah, it, it like bumps the button and you um, you end up hitting the button and nothing happening. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you kind of have to slide your hand right and then hit the safety off again, which is not a big deal, but it, it just it, sometimes. Nah, you you, you get used to it. It's yeah, it's like any device you you figure out it's sort of little picadillos but yeah i I don't like that at all actually how about the um visibility of the uh device like the needle tip under ultrasound i I mean i guess you're talking partly because you the the guide or the and also the biopins itself um i think they're actually quite visible i think as long as you have you know you're trying to be perpendicular to the plane of your imaging with your ultrasound we we don't have any issues with that although to be fair, we're a very, very heavily ultrasound-guided practice, so that may just be our experience. But by and large, we have no trouble seeing the device at all. Yeah. Actually, I, I can echo that sentiment, and, and I, I can't say for I'm, – I'm a little bit more prejudiced towards ultrasound. I think my partners um, who are a little bit further along prefer CT. But old I, guys, is that what you're trying to say? Old yeah, guys? I was going to try and say old guys, and, it, and further along, I thought it was a more polite <laughs> way. Um, but long in the tooth. Yeah, but I, I don't. They, they never have any complaints about uh, visualization either. I mean, I think with with anything, sometimes there can be, you know, you have an extremely long throw and a fatty liver, and, and those pose their own challenges or a dome lesion. But overall, I mean, I think it's just as visible as any, anything else. Um, all right. So, any uh, any other? Did we miss anything? Any other pros, cons to the devices so that the it didn't bring up? The only con is that you do have to be careful if it's a very fibrotic lesion because you can bounce off. We've seen that before, really? where we're trying to bounce, where we're trying to biopsy a lesion with the biopins. You stop short, you, you hit the throw, and it hits the outside of the lesion and kind of skitters around it. So that has happened to us a couple of times, usually with very small fibrotic lesions in, in a cirrhotic liver. So is is the play there to take take your guide or your 17 gauge needle and, and advance it in capsule. okay so it, yeah so I think that's a good tip is that whenever you're doing it you know enter the lesion if you can if you have the room for the throw so that then you can throw through especially if you're concerned that it's fibrotic you can usually feel that's the other thing I like about using the guide is you can actually sort of feel yeah, how fibrotic it is with with the back of the guide and so if it is like that then it is something <clears throat> that we think about in terms of using the device okay excellent all right. Well, guys, like I said, we're here at the SIR uh, Austin at the Exhibition Hall. I think this is going to wrap it up. We just wanted a, a quick, good podcast uh, to talk about the Biopins device. Um, if you want, you can find more information on the Biopins at argonmedical.com forward slash Biopins. Uh, be on the lookout for exciting news from Argon Medical on their uh, full core biopsy products and uh, the range of what you can find on their website. Um, and, and guys, as always, if you want to connect with us, um, feel free to tweet us. Um, and our Twitter handle is at underscore backtable. Uh, we always want to hear what you guys are talking about and uh, what you like, what you don't like about the podcast. Um, this is Chris Beck with uh, Backtable and I'm with Thor Johnson. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you.